welcome back to another episode of the Super Nintendo Bros podcast, where we take a deep dive into lovely subjects of the greatest game developer, publisher, slash company ever, Nintendo. Uh, today, I have with me the party bus, the official party bus of the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm completely losing my mind, apparently. Rust bus. It's been a long day, hasn't it? It really has. It's been a long weekend. It's only Tuesday. Like, it's it's not even 5 o'clock on a Tuesday, and my brain's already done. I mean, it's been a long weekend if you uh, took Monday off for the Super Bowl as well. No, I didn't do that. Sorry, Superb Owl. Super, superb Owl? Yeah. That's probably going to be bait to some listeners immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Did you see the uh, Mario Brothers commercial? I did see the Mario Brothers commercial. Everything about that movie's looking good, and it's not I, looking like usual DreamWorks... Uh, middling quality that uh right and, and, you know i i like a lot of illuminations movies but i feel like the minions related content has gotten worse and worse as it's gone along so hopefully mario can break that trend i would not be surprised if there's some sort of minion easter egg in the movie i mean i fully expect like a minion to be among one of bowser's minions if you want to put it that way it's gonna be kevin 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 the minion or bob you know, one of the one of the key minions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, I am your host as always, Roger. And I, I like always forget, or feel like I almost always forget to introduce myself. Like I always introduce my wonderful co-host, but then I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm here. You are just so thoughtful in that manner. I am. But this is all about you guys. And forgetful. Also, very much so. <laughs> I'm not one to talk. <laughs> Listen, you ask my wife how forgetful I am. Uh, I haven't even told her Happy Valentine's Day today. But we also don't like do anything for Valentine's Day, including really acknowledge it, other than the fact that eh, it's Valentine's Day. It so, is a day that exists, yes. It is It is a day in February that happens to be on the 14th. I'm pretty sure we've talked more about ground the Groundhog than we talk on Groundhog Day than we talked about Valentine's Day. As, as well you should. Exactly. Although those two Groundhogs, separate answers, but I, I, like, uh, I like old French Creek Freddy. Good old West Virginian. No, let's not talk about the one that died. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, that poor, poor groundhog. So uh, we're here to talk about something else, right? Well, I was going to go into a full-on discussion on the uh, Bill Murray classic Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. That but I think great. we missed that. By I haven't watched that in a while, though. That's a great movie. That I... movie is so good. The scene where he's like, he's got the groundhog driving in the front oh, seat, yeah. and they both yeah. look scared to death. <laughs> that's, that's a great time. But I think something happened in the Nintendo world like last week. Something, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, that we need to talk about today. Uh, it's not typical that we talk about like current gaming events on this show but one thing i said when i started you know when i hosted gurus of gaming that was very news centric i didn't want to be super news centric on this podcast but being a nintendo podcast i feel like we're obligated and obviously we want to talk about nintendo directs and we just had a big nintendo direct and we can give our thoughts on the direct as a whole you know, toward the end of the episode, we'll get the, the Nintendo Direct a seal of quality or something. Sure, why not? I mean, why not? We're not going to rank a game today on the seal of quality list because we have, I mean, usually it's when we do that, it's very topical, but yeah, it's fine. So um, we open up the Direct with a uh, game coming soon, and uh, that is Pikmin 4. And it seems like there's some new features. I like the little ice Pikmin. I kind of like the uh, new camera angle. I'm not sure how that's going to play out, if there's going to be uh, options for 
additional camera angles, kind of like the first two Pikmin. Right. Pikmin 3 really set it back up to a, a high level. Uh, but now it's much more closer to the ground. I agree. And, uh, you know, you got that doggo. I love the dog. I know Bonner does not, but... Fuck Bonner. No, no, no. Okay, he, don't, he, don't he comes. Bonner. He comes more from the, 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 the school of thought for one and two. He's like, all right, you finished three, now you need to go back and play one right. and two. Because I, I, I only played three. Right. See, I know how much he loves the first one because of how simplistic it is. And it's like, the first Pikmin is like... I don't want to use the word perfection because it's not a perfect game by any means. But it's like, it's a... Uh, one step below a master class and how to do simple but most effective. I only just started Pikmin 1 and that really demands a lot more out of you. You you don't have any sort of real lock-on. You don't have uh, a lot of the conveniences that 3 provides, like easily switching between your Pikmin. You have to press X to dismiss them and then you have to try to select the ones that you want of a certain color. So are you playing like the original GameCube version or yeah. the new Play Control Wii version? I, I I wanted the GameCube original. I didn't I didn't really want to try to mess with motion controls. Are you uh, emulating this on your Steam Deck? Of course. You'll have to help me do that whenever <laughs> I get my Steam Deck. I've got several like pretty high end strategy guides I'm going to be selling soon. So that's I don't I don't know what the deal is with the Pikmin one, but it is uh, kind of a blurry mess in a way. I don't really? know if that's a artifact of the CRT era. It could uh, be. Sly I Cooper on the on the PS2. If you were to emulate that and blow it up to a higher resolution, you you'd see some blurriness there. Unlike unlike the uh, PS3 version. So have you done a lot of emulation for GameCube games on the Steam Deck? Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Works pretty well. Yeah, yeah, just don't play Rogue Squadron 2 or 3. Justin oh. already turned his podcast off, by the way. Yep, turned he, it off. He's already turned it off. He's complaining in Discord. So now right we can now. talk about HD texture packs for Pikmin 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pikmin 4, that launches on July 21st. I'm kind of hoping there's a demo for this because I want to kind of experiment a little bit with that new camera angle. And I want to I play the dog. Did, did you play 3? I played some of three. I played some of the original when it came out on GameCube. And I think I played a little bit of it on the Wii as well. I never played two. And I never beat any of them. So um, I, I do like what I've played of all the Pikmin games. So I'm looking forward to Pikmin 4. I just, man, if only there was a way I could play Pikmin 1 and 2 before then. If only. If only. Maybe we're we're, we're going to try to play uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 at home uh, before 4 comes out. Two seems to be a lot more of a dungeon crawler, and if you notice in the trailer, it kind of looks like they brought back the dungeon crawling aspect. Of it does. Two. Yeah, going going through them caves. And, I, and, I, I, and we didn't start it until earlier this week, and so I didn't appreciate the the subtle hint towards that feature returning. Right. It's not bad until I don't mind it. No, and you know I like the Pikmin game, so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, a new entry. I think it's been, I mean, really, if you think about it, if you go back to the Wii U version, it's been quite a while since we've had a new Pikmin game. Around the time, like. Pikmin 3 released. They said, oh yeah, Pikmin 4 is pretty much done. Right. And then we hear nothing, nothing for, for years. years and years. And, oh man. <laughs> why why do they keep doing these subtle hints towards things and then wait years for them to happen? Well, in, you Metroid know, Dread. I, I think if, like, going into the Nintendo Direct, there were two things that really were absolute sure things that we were going to see. One of them was Pikmin 4, and the other one was The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, and, of course, they definitely they started out with one of those home runs. Um, Got to start on a strong note. Yeah, you do, because uh, after the strong note here, uh, it gives it to a little bit of a lull for a while, for the most part. There's some good things mixed in, but there's a lot of meh kind of in there. Uh, next announcement is the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass Volume 3, which, uh, as of release of this episode, this is now available. Um I like Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I have not purchased the expansion pass. 
the more memorable thing in this expansion pass trailer for me was that they showed some of Volume 4 and my boy Shulk was there, uh, who I do not use on Smash because I am terrible with Shulk. He's kind of difficult to learn. Yeah, there's a name I recognize. I'm sorry, I have not played any of the Xenoblade Chronicles games uh, or DLC, obviously, so... Uh, the, the, so the one name that I can throw out at all that yes. you're going to pick up from, like, oh, from that I know series that. is Shulk. I know some Smash. of these words, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, Shulk, yeah. He's that guy from Smash, right? Yes. Just like uh, Mark, Martha Noy. They, they were in games. Like Martha Noy for Smash. They make games about those guys. They really should get their own series. They should. They should get their own series. I totally agree. Justin just started off the podcast again, by the way. That's the second time he stopped the podcast and gone into Discord. And I'm sorry, Justin. Maybe one day I'll try to give Xenoblade Chronicles a chance. A lot uh, similar with a lot of other RPGs. I just, I, I can't get into that uh, genre. RPGs are a major commitment. Yeah. Um, I think that might the- be, a, I think that might be part of it is just like needing to sit down and say, I am going to try to play this for the next hundred plus hours. Right. Because it's kind I mean, of daunting. I, I mean, the, I would say probably 50 to 60% of my gaming is RPGs. Uh, I've actually been like re- going really heavy on the Switch RPG collecting. I'm trying to get uh, all the Square Enix physical releases from North America and then any of the ones that were released uh, in Asia with English versions on the cartridge, which oh, yeah. are several. I'm trying to get the ones that didn't get an NA release as far as those are concerned, uh, which I have one of those so far. And that is a Romancing Saga, the one that came out in December. Uh, which I'm saying that's word you're like romancing what? Romancing the stone? What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, that's something I'm like slowly working on. Um, but yeah, the, the expansion pass for that, I was really excited to see Shulk. Like I was not expecting him to pop up there. So like for me, as someone who is, I would say probably 10 hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I have a lot of long, long way to go. I'm really looking forward now to getting back into that game so that I can eventually play that expansion pass and see how Shulk ties back into the story. Yeah. Uh, because so far with the three Xenoblade games, they've been, I don't want to use the word anthology type games as, as where like they're all completely separate, but they take place in like the same world, same universe. Uh, we just have, you know, kind of like Final Fantasy where they all take place, they're separated stories. So uh, I'm hoping they'll really tie back in with Shulk and we tie the series together with that. So after that, we have the return of a Dreamcast classic. Kind of. It's a, I don't want to call it a reboot. I think it's like a, it's a new game in the uh, highly praised and coveted Samba de Amigo series. You mean that character from that one Sega racing game? Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. Because uh, the only thing that I'd ever seen him in up until that trailer, I mean, I knew there was a Sama de Amigo game, was uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a little throwback to uh, the year that original one came out. I think it was like 2010, 2011. I'm pretty sure it was 2010. I remember specifically, uh, it was before I was married, and Letitia and I were hosting a game night at our house. We I hadn't moved in yet, but, you know, it was our house already. And uh, because she bought it, that's how things work. Uh, so, and we invited Michael and our buddy Josiah over for Chinese food and video games. And uh, we played Sonic and Stega All-Stars Racing for hours on end that night. And Michael always used Samba 
and it's like samba and he'd do his little dance thing and they'd make all the uh racers follow him in a conga line which was like a special that he had if you got right <laughs> items you could do that interesting yeah like did you play much of sonic uh, racing just, just like a hot minute i oh, so good I, I mean if you were to look at my backlog you would see hundreds of games in there Right, just, just way too many. I mean, and, and it's, I mean something's something's got to be pushed aside. That was like, I want to say that's one of the best Mario Kart clones that we've ever received. Better, better than a uh, Crash uh, Team Racing. I have never played Crash Team Racing. Oh, interesting. I kind of rage quit that because the difficulty just mm -hmm. uh, would not let up in that game. Yeah, like like this is up there with like Mod Nation Racers and Diddy Kong Racing, in my opinion. Mod Nation like, Racers. That's top notch. That's considered good. Listen, I love Mod Nation Racers. That's, I, I, that's I, another one that Michael and Letitia and I played a lot of. I played that for a hot second. That's That just felt boring as hell. What, did I'm you play sorry. it like around launch or? Uh, possibly. Because like the cool thing was about that, like you go online and download just endless amounts of tracks and characters. So you can like anybody that would sneak through PlayStation's filters and be up there to download. Well, I mean, it's a shame that there's no way to really play it nowadays on a modern console. I think. No, because it, I mean, it died on the PlayStation Three. <clears throat> and Vita. It was maybe? on the was it on the Vita or the PSP. There was something Mod Nation on a portable. I I, I think it might have been the Vita, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. See, all discussions go back to the Vita. That's because the Vita is great. Before the before the Switch, it was like uh, one of it was the best modern handheld. I can't say that. The 3DS was also great. It was the best non-Nintendo handheld ever. What a ringing endorsement when that's really the only other one. <laughs> I mean, the PSP was also great. Well, yeah, they're great. The Just Game don't Gear think about was the, the, game the, the amount existed. of support that they got. The Atari Lynx existed. Uh, man. <laughs> what about the, was it the Sega Nomad where you actually would plug in your Genesis cartridges into? Yeah, that was a thing. That was before its time. And probably not good. I never used one, but I can't imagine it translated well. Over into the small handheld screen. The a compression. 30 minutes of battery life. Yes. Hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> next up, after we had the Samba de Amigo Party Central, which, by the way, that's a rhythm game uh, and apparently a party game. You're a sombrero wearing monkey and you Samba. Um, we had Justin's favorite game of the Direct because he has a passion for fashion. That is fashion dreamer coming later this year you know just i'm going to stand up for justin now that he doesn't deserve all this he doesn't no you're right you're right he does not deserve it he turned off the podcast again though i'm pretty sure to be fair though like we were joking around about that in discord we asked justin if he had a passion for fashion he's like or like bothered and he's like yell yeah okay i'm going to be uh, uh uh brutally honest here there were parts of this that i skipped through this is probably one of them as yes. it should have been yes uh but i really hope you didn't skip to the next one dead cells return to castlevania we saw this announced at the Game Awards. I did. The look, I did. Out, the, I did the look on your face that you skipped over it. <laughs> okay, listen. After Metroid, at some point, I will try Castlevania. That's fair. Like around for for uh, background background when Dread was announced, I decided to finally just sit down and play through the Metroid series. And I skipped over Prime Trilogy, but I played the main four entries before Dread. Uh, and now I'm finally on Prime Three, so I'm 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 getting better as a uh, you know Nintendo fan, I guess. Have you ever played a Castlevania game? Uh, you're not gonna like my answer. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. It's probably a no. 
Or oh no, it's going to be worse than a no. Oh please, enlighten me. Lords of Shadow. Well, this is now a one-man show for the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Disconnect the mic. Oh God, Lords of Shadow! What a what a garbage game. It, it's a God of War clone, yeah. It, it really is, and it's it's a just. Oh. You don't like Sir Patrick Stewart? I love Sir Patrick Stewart. I don't. He wasn't like, that right. He was. He voiced. Yeah. He was like the narrator. Um, however, he could not save the fact that Konami basically made a new IP trying to make a God of War clone. Decided, oh, this game isn't that good. So they're like, okay, we're going to put Patrick Stewart in it and put the Castlevania name on it just to sell copies. You you could just stop at Konami post, like, oh, what, two, 2005 or so? I would give Konami a little further. A little bit further than that. that. Maybe. You maybe, know maybe somewhere after Metal Gear Solid 4. That's, I would say, like, after Metal Gear Solid 4, that's like where they dropped off. Konami is the joke. That's the joke. I'm hope I uh, but to be serious though I don't have any ill will towards them and I seriously hope that they have a a uh, comeback similar to Capcom. They've been doing well like putting out these collections at the very least. We got Which, a Contra collection. Yes. Hinting at something up coming up, uh, Capcom is is doing quite well right now. I'm really happy. I uh, yes, uh, but yeah, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. You can play as Richter or Alucard or of course your old Dead Cells guy looks like. Um, I'm super excited for this. I love Dead Cells. First of all, which have you played Dead Cells? No, no. Okay, so it's a great side-scrolling uh, rogue-like Metroidvania kind of thing. Okay, that's part of the reason is because I fall rogue. asleep immediately with a rogue. Yeah, I know you're not a, I know you're not a big rogue. Unless fan. it is Rogue Squadron, which uh, that that should also come up later, and then another uh, wish list discussion, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other like rogue games that you would like, but I can't think of other rogue games. They're sorry, my, like, sorry, my mind's just stuck on Rogue Squadron Trilogy. Yeah, it's fine. That's that's, that's just fine. living in my uh, as, head rent-free now. As somebody who loves Dead Cells and absolutely look, uh, loves, adores the Castlevania series, I'm very excited about this. That's good. Um, just, it's I haven't played Dead Cells for quite a while, not since I beat it, which has been a while ago. So I'm excited to step back into that world. I've not played any of the DLC content. So I'll maybe try on that out on top of Return to Castlevania. Uh, we have a game called Tron Identity uh, from Disney that was announced next. Um, if you're a Tron fan, all, all all dozen of you, I'm sure you're very excited about this. Thanks. You're welcome. At there, least at least Tron Legacy. There are dozens of you. Yes, there are dozens. Dozens. Of Tron Three coming soon. Uh, was Tron Legacy was that the uh, the actually really good PlayStation Three game? Oh no! What was the name? I don't want to call, the I don't it, was, call it really good. It Tron was Evolution. Cool. That game was pretty good. That that actually was. It was like had like surprisingly hardcore Prince Persia vibes to it. Like I I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, it was a action platformer, kind of kind of like the 3D uh, more modern, I should say, 3D uh, Prince of Persia games. Yes, that's and, it, that's uh, what it reminded me of when I played it. Yeah, this one though doesn't take place in the same grid from uh, what I what I understand. The only thing Tron I care about is I really want to ride the uh, Tron light cycles. Yes. That are opening at Walt Disney World. Yes. And unfortunately, you know, we're going, we're going to be there like May, uh, like the first week of March. It opens like the first week of April. So we're just that, missing that all, No matter when you go to Disney, there is always going to be something right when you leave. Exactly. Which is nice because we, we go back every couple of years. So we always have something to hit next time. We still have an unslicky dog and it's been open for like the last two trips we've been there. Uh, at least you can go on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. See, we're excited about that because we have not done Guardians yet, obviously, because it's only been open for not quite a year. So, but uh, yeah, Tron Identity. 
So I'm going to let you gush on this one. I know this is a big one for you. I've not played this game when it released. It was on the, was it on the regular DS or the 3DS? Regular DS. Okay, tell us about uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. All right, so you die at the at the beginning of the game. That's a great way to start. And that's it. That's the end. Yeah, that's the end of the game. That's the end of the game. I mean, what else can you do after that? Become uh, a ghost? Rot. Rot. I mean, that's an option, but I mean, you could also become a ghost and then jump from object to object. All right, so you're saying this is a Souls game? Yes. 100% soul. Because you play as a soul. Ah. Dead, dead soul. Dead soul. Demon soul. So maybe, you're a demon and you're yeah. a soul. Sure. Michael just turned off the podcast. Yeah. I mean, we got we to bounce these things out. Right. Justin already turned it off three times. It's not from, from Bonner. Don't, don't worry, Bonner. I'm, I'm also dying inside right now. <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. On a serious note now, please. Because I'm actually I'm interested in this game. So I've always heard great things. So I, I posted some gifs on the uh, Discord to try to convey like how cool the animation is, especially for a DS game. Uh, hopefully, it shines a little bit better uh, with the higher resolution. It looks pretty good uh, in the direct, but you die at the beginning, and the whole point is that you are this ghost that can go around and manipulate objects. You can't directly uh, like move people out of the way, but you can manipulate objects to try to influence where they go, what they do, uh, because you have these segments where somebody's about to die or something. So you have to move a, uh, a crane or, or uh, what have you to try to prevent that from happening. That sounds pretty cool. But then they die again anyway, so you have to... It's like, oops. It's kind of, hey, you know, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day a little bit, except you will eventually change the outcome. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of trial and error to make sure you get it changed the way it needs to be changed. Right. I, I like how, like... Man, Capcom and detective games and killing off an important character at the very beginning. Something named a more iconic trio. It is it is somewhat related to uh, Ace Attorney. And if you were to go on their Twitter, you would see that Ghost Trick has taken over the Ace Attorney account. Interesting. At least for a limited time. I don't know how limited that would be. Well, I'm, I'm going to guess probably until summer when this launches because we don't have an exact release date other than uh, summer 2023. This does give me hope for more Ace Attorney. Trilogy Trilogy 2, Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton. Uh Seven. Seven. Ace Attorney Investigations 1 and 2. Any of those? Anytime. Just, right. Well, just, hey, at least you get Ghost Trick. I've never played this, and I'm genuinely intrigued by the premise, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I was, I was not expecting Ghost Trick. I know it was rated previously, and there was that leak, but uh, I never... You don't want to put too much investment in those things until they actually happen. Right. And it had... Because it they've, was, been, they've been teasing this, like, Metroid Prime rematch for years. What the fuck ever happened to that? Uh, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to jump back a little bit because I forgot to mention release dates. Uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania is available on March 6th. Tron Identity, April 11th. And then, like I said, Ghost Trick. Uh, this is summer 2023. We don't have an exact date for that just yet. Um, the next game, speaking of like detective and police type games, we have another detective police game. Uh, we have Decap Police, and I, uh, Russ is going to take a nap. Um, when I first saw this trailer, it was a very what the fuck moment. Like, what is what is this? This is very, very anime, very Japanese. Uh, for some reason, I think I'm the only one that, as the trailer went on, didn't expect it to become a JRPG. Um, I got pretty heavy Persona vibes from this. And I didn't catch until after the fact, like the direct was over. This is apparently uh, Level 5's new game. So yeah. that's pretty cool because I level fives. I, it's like they're a solid developer. This is a level five comeback direct. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah, because I, I, I did I did notice that level five was making this, but there was also something else later on. The, yeah, I, that, I know exactly. That what I you're was just yeah, yeah. 
Need no Cooney 3 by level 5. Exactly. Exactly. That is what you are thinking about. Um, yeah, I got Persona vibes from it, though. It's coming later this year. Um, so next one is something that's pretty soon, actually. We have the Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon coming on March 17th. Uh, as somebody who's not a Bayonetta fan that wants to get into Bayonetta, like I plan on playing at least the first one at some point this year, this game looks really freaking cool. It's a very different take on Bayonetta compared to the other. Right. It looks, I mean, I love the art style in this. Yeah. That's like the, that's one of the biggest drawing points for me is the art style. But like, it looks like it plays almost like more of an RPG in a lot of ways. I was thinking Dungeon Crawler a little bit. Yeah. A little well, bit of those vibes. Yeah. But like maybe a little bit of like, I don't want to say Pokemon, but. I mean, if you need to really be sold on this game, you fight as a giant cat. I mean, come on. It's just like Mario. No. Okay, it's just Stop like... Stop it. <laughs> Listen, Bowser's Fury, what do you fight as? A giant cat. You fight as Mario. In a cat suit. Not the same thing. You know, Michael loves the cat suit in Mario. I I do like the cat suit. Uh, I'm sorry that he does not. <laughs> My favorite thing was like one time he was like... I'm just sick and tired of Nintendo's obsession with this cat Mario putting him in every Mario game. And I was like, bro, he's been in one Mario game. This was before Bowser's Fury released. Now it is three. Now Mario it is Maker, three. Now Mario Maker 2. I forgot about that. And then the movie. They, they, maybe there is an obsession here. Maybe Bonner was predicting the future. I, I don't know. I mean, there's quite a bit of Raccoon Mario in, uh, across all sorts of things. Listen, I do love the Raccoon Mario. Raccoons are a spirit animal. I think everybody knows that. If I, if Letitia would let me keep a raccoon as a pet, I totally would. I mean, I have a cat that anyone should meet if they think that cats aren't fierce. Is that the big old chonker? Yeah, like, big chonker. He big is, chungus. Listen, that cat is. He's 20 pounds. That's a big old cat. <laughs> I shame him on Discord with a, a picture. <laughs> He's just—it's the least flattering picture you could possibly imagine. I have only seen pictures of this cat, and I, I think like the most surprising thing wasn't how big the cat was, but the fact that you fit it in the one picture. Yes. And had to like <laughs> get like. Well, a, I had to stand far. Day. I had to stand far apart and then uh, zoom in. <laughs> to be fair. Um. So that's coming out on March seventeenth. Bayonetta Origins. I, I love how that. I wish. More. I wish I could. I wish I could catch up on Bayonetta three before this came out. I'm so just are you just not to, into it, or? Uh, it's just you know uh, other things coming up, coming out. Uh, decided to suddenly play Metroid Prime Trilogy instead. You know, just right. Uh, just all over the place, and then you have a shadow drop in the direct that uh, I just played Metroid Prime one. So. You know, that's why that's exactly what happened too. And I, we were all giving you shit about that. It's like, how great would it be if it launched because Russ just played it? Um, you're welcome. Yeah, so but made it origins. I'm definitely intrigued. Um, with something I want to go ahead and bring up now Nintendo uh, has brought back the Nintendo Switch vouchers. It's $99.99 on the eShop. You get, I uh, it's $100 even. Uh, you get two game vouchers that you can use to purchase Nintendo first party titles. Um, this is actually included as it is voucher eligible. And there are a few other games that we'll talk about today that are also eligible for the voucher. I, I can't remember if they said Pikmin 4 was or was not. It is. Okay, so it is. I figured it would be. I believe my first voucher purchase was uh, Zelda and Pikmin. Gotcha. Spoiler for later. Zelda, Twi uh, Tears of the Kingdom, also Twilight Princess. I mean, those those two are no-brainers. Oh, for sure. Zelda and Pikmin. Um, I think I'm, I haven't decided what I want to do. I've not bought the set yet, but I'm going to. I haven't decided. I obviously one of them is going to be Tears of the Kingdom. There's no question about that. I just haven't decided if I want to use the other one on um, 
one of the next games we're going to be talking about. Um, I guess it's not one of the next games we're going to be talking about, but I, I haven't decided if I want to use it on like th that Bayonetta game since it looks pretty cool, or if I want to use it on Pikmin. But Tears of the Kingdom is definitely like the top one that's going to happen, especially since it's launching at seven, at uh, sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, to be able to get that with a voucher, so essentially getting it for forty nine ninety nine, that's a no brainer. So basically, if you're planning on getting Tears of the Kingdom digitally, do yourself a favor: go buy the Nintendo Switch online vouchers. Got to have then, an active sub subscription to do so. Yeah, yeah, you have to have an active Nintendo Switch online subscription. So when you buy that, you use one for Zelda, and then you use one on basically any other sixty dollars first title first party game, and you've paid a hundred dollars for one hundred thirty dollars of games. Say thirty dollars. As long as one of those is out, of course. You got to you spend money to save money. Exactly. It's, it's simple. And when it comes to Zelda, you know, for one, that game's going to be worth $70. And you're Without never wasting money when you buy a Zelda game, unless you're buying Zelda 2. Sure. Or the CDI games. <laughs> hey, you never know. Maybe they'll put those on Switch next. Well, I, 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 listen, I hope it's at least the, CD, the uh, PC ports that... They will never do that. It will be the original version, unaltered. Jesus. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trolling at all. You know that's what they would well, do. This is very true. I, I think I've had enough Zelda CDI conversation on this podcast for for the uh, foreseeable future. Seeing as Max, this and is I what just, the third episode in a row yeah, where it's been brought up. Yeah, because literally Max and I just did an entire episode on those games like two weeks ago. Ooh, that's uh, not good. It's not good. Not, it's not healthy. <laughs> Let's talk about more DLC. Splatoon 3 DLC. I like Splatoon, but man, Splatoon 3 just didn't hook me. I didn't spend a lot of time with it. And I gotta say, this expansion pass, it's basically just a big cosmetic. It's just a cosmetic. It's like, oh, you can go to the town from Splatoon 1 and buy all the exact same items you can in the regular town. So why don't you pay a $30 for a skin? I, I've tried multiple times to get into Splatoon, the first one and the second one. And uh, I just never picked up the third one because I kind of figured uh, if I can't get into it at this point, why, sh why should I try? That's a very fair point because honestly, the, I don't want to say the three games are all the same game, but I mean, it's... And part of that might be because... Nintendo Switch Online and trying to play with friends for something uh, in matchmaking is just... It's better in Splatoon 3. It's better, okay. They did improve matchmaking. You can play with your friends in Splatoon 3. Okay, the other reason is we all kind of have lives outside of this and trying to schedule anything is... Uh, like, let's, yeah, say, let's, for, say, let's say fun. Yeah, for, for real. Like, Do you know how often I actually play game, any game online with Justin? Not very. I think the last time he and I played anything together online, we played... Uh, like two matches of Overwatch two, and this was weeks and weeks ago. Closest closest I've uh, played something together with uh, Justin is he's playing through uh, Twilight Princess HD on his uh, on his Twitch channel. On his Twitch and channel. you're watching twitch.tv slash Coffee and Grind. Yeah, watch watch his Twilight Princess streams, guys. Are he's great playing time. it for the first time. Yes, Twilight Princess HD. Thank it's God he's time. finally it's playing fun. his games. Yep. Yes. he's enjoying them. Yes, he's gotten past where he rage quit. And I, I didn't think that would be where it was, but it made a lot of sense when he reached that point. Right, because at that point, it's like, ugh, wolf again. And it's just... No, no, it was the part where he's flying through the, the canyon. Oh, that's the part where he raged. And he was playing I, on I, the I Wii, the so keep in mind, that was that was with motion controls yeah, flying. Yeah, that, that was a pain in the ass on the Wii. I mean, sure. even even with normal controls, you can crash once or twice through there. Uh, 
It's pretty not, easily, Because yeah. you're, not, you're not the most responsive of birds. You're not the most elegant. <laughs> no, you really are not. Um, after Splatoon 3's DLC, which, by the way, they did announce what looks like to be a single-player expansion. Which of course, cool I'm not because surprised. They, because they did a... Uh, they, did a single-player expansion on Splatoon 2. Yeah. So it's cool they're also going to do it again on Splatoon 3. But we really don't know much about it. Um, we After this, we got the big news of more DLC. As we move on to uh, Fire Emblem Engage, uh, they showed off Wave 2 of the Fire Emblem Engage DLC, which is basically just more old-school Fire Emblem characters with big old boobs. Um, Camilla out there, the waifu of Fire Emblem fans, as you shake your head. Heart Camilla. Um, yeah, it's just more emblem rings for your characters to use. So that's really all there is to it. Too many sword characters in these games. Jeez. <laughs> Listen, I, I've uh, I've been pretty devoted to Fire Emblem Engage. Sorry, I had to launch. make a smash joke. You did. Yeah. It's fine. Too many sword fighters. You're not, I mean, it's hard to argue that. And I like sword fighters. You know, somebody was trying to make that joke and then say that Kazooie was a sword. It's like, absolutely not. You will not <laughs> drag Banjo and Kazooie down into this discussion. Oh, my Lord. Um, did you know, though, that Marth and Roy from Smash are in Fire Emblem Engage? No, I did not know. And so is Ike from Smash. He's also in Fire Emblem Engage. Everybody is here. Yeah, everybody is here. Wow. Lucina, Fire Emblem Engage. Korn, weird, weird to bring an Echo character in there. Yeah. Corn, Fire Emblem Engage. Byleth, Fire Emblem Engage. They're all there. Wow. Amazing. I'm glad I'm they finally go did something now. with these characters as Justin turns the podcast off for the fourth time. <laughs> to be to 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 be uh, a little more serious, the only tactical RPG that I have played is Pokemon Conquest on the DS. Gotcha. You know I've never played that one. No. No, never have. Uh, what is what is that called? I'm going to butcher it. Nobunaga's Ambition. Yes, I've never played any of that series. Okay, uh, I believe it is based on that, but with Pokemon. Right, gotcha. That makes so, sense. so naturally, if something has Pokemon in it, even if it's not a good one, uh, I guess I'm playing it. So, was Pokemon Conquest then not a good one? If I did? I would have to, I would have to leave someone else to that judgment. Gotcha. Since I've only played one game in the in the, <laughs> and it was years ago. I don't think that was a DS game. I didn't even know there were more than there was more than one of those Pokemon Conquest games. No, no, no just one oh. Pokemon Conquest. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Just just uh, the 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 main series that it was kind of a right. Yeah, so I've I have. I like strategy RPGs. I have zero experience with the Nobunaga's Ambition uh, series. I'm more of like a Fire Emblem, Final Fantasy Tactics kind of guy. So that's where my interests lie with that. But uh, man, Fire Emblem Engage, I'm telling you, I've, I'm pretty far in now. I'm going to try to finish it up sometime this week because there's a lot of games coming out that I need to be getting to. So Kirby, on. Kirby's coming. Kirby's coming. Real soon. We're going to talk about Kirby here shortly. Um but yeah, Vision Pass Wave 2 is available now. Wave 3 and 4 are still to come. Um, next up, we have a game that I remember nothing about, even slightly. Uh, that is Harmony, The Fall of Reverie. I'm sorry, I have nothing to comment on with this I, game. I feel bad, but honestly, I don't either. It's like, I, I'm, I'm like looking at the name of this game as I'm scrolling through like all the stuff that happened in the Direct, and I don't even remember the, the trailer for that game. I mean, we could just skip right over it. We could just skip right over. It's okay. Um, they, these all can't be winners. Yeah, and apparently that's not one of them. I feel bad though that it's because of the fact that it's probably better than Fashion Passion or whatever the fuck it was. And we actually <laughs> what you can't even time. scroll back up to see what the <laughs> name was. Fashion Dreamer. <laughs> it's not worth it. That game does not deserve it. It's not worth the Jeez. muscle in my finger to do it. Uh, next, we had 
the uh, a game that I was excited about until I saw the the gameplay in this preview. What? Uh, Disney Illusion Island. You mean Rayman Illusion Island? <laughs> um, I love Disney. Listen, I, I love Mickey. I love my boy Donald. You can play as Donald, which is it, great. It's a good thing Bonner isn't here. It is. He was ripping on this. Yes. Um, but uh, I don't know. It just looked very okay. Like, if this is a $20 game, I, sure. But I, you know they're going to charge like $50 for it or 60 it, it can be tough to judge sometimes if you don't have uh, the controller in your hand. And True. if you're watching some trailer-made gameplays, because sometimes that gameplay can be really bad. Not that it was necessarily here, but no, it's a, it's, it's a tricky mid. thing to make a trailer and to make it exciting not to use and the, engaging. Yeah, not to use the, the, the slang that the kids use these days, but it looked very mid. Mid. <laughs> That's like the best way I could describe it. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it. I'm not going to be picking it up day one necessarily, but because no. uh, I, I, I never finished uh rayman legends i played origins i, I uh, still don't know what that has to do with this game oh you you don't see the comparison at all i mean the art i mean it looks... no not the art like the, just the the way the platforming looks like you have these wall jumps you have bouncy sort of jumps it's kind of zoomed out multiple uh, characters you can play as i, I think because i didn't like try to make the connection i can see it a little bit now i mean if you have these things like uh floating in the air that you're gonna like use as a grappling hook to swing across a gap that is very right man yeah that is very Rayman, you're or, right. Or you hit one collectible and then a string of collectibles show up and you slide down something to collect the rest. Then, yeah, we're getting way, way closer into Rayman territory then. Totally But, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's uh, not not just a Rayman clone with Mickey. <laughs> with Mickey. It's, it's hard to tell until you, you know, just play it. That's, that's a very good I'm one. willing to give it a shot. It does look like it could be fun. What's, what's Donald's in it? I see, I'm a miserable man. I see Donald Duck, I'm happy. I know some people aren't, aren't uh, a fan of the new uh, art style. I've heard the used old on, art style, but I don't hate it. I mean, you got to shake things up every every once in a while. This I, has been used in some. I don't like Goofy's design, series. but you know, overall, it's not terrible. They should have just made a new Ducktales. <sighs> what? Why you don't like David Tennant? <laughs> I cannot like in my head process the fact that when Huey, Dewey, and Louie talk. They don't have the duck voices anymore. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of tough on the on the throat to do that all the time? I mean, they they did it in the past with the old Ducktales. Donald still does it. I get it, but like I I don't know. I think it's it's a nostalgia thing. Like I'm so nostalgic for Ducktales. It's just it was one of my favorite shows growing up. What did you think of David Tennant in the new in the new series? David Tennant did great. It's fine. Yeah, he's my just, he's my top three uh, favorite doctors. Right. David Tennant, followed by David Tennant, followed by David Tennant. Hmm. Now, which ones you they are? You'll have to figure that out yourself. Uh, it sounds to me like David Tennant is probably third, and then David Tennant is second, and then David Tennant is first. Also, pretty close. It, so, uh, it sounds right. Yeah. On that note, like, what did you think of the? Uh, and I know we're we're on a tangent at this point. <laughs> what did you think of the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie? Because I fucking loved it. I've, I have. Uh, man, there's so many things on Disney Plus we haven't watched. <laughs> we're, we're we're stuck watching Frasier. Oh. We're stuck watching uh, Circuit Atlantis. I say stuck, but we're enjoying it. Right. Just, um, you don't want to stop watching it. No, no. It's just trying to take on too many things at once. L uh, listen, the Rescue Rangers movie? Ooh. I mean, it's bad enough with games trying to focus on just one thing. I'm going between Prime Remastered and Prime 3 right now. So that's cool. That's awesome right, trying, to do. Trying to remember two different yet similar Metroid games. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Uh, we fi Listen, it's finally coming out. 
Advance Wars. Oh, um, Disney Illusion Island, July 28th. And uh, Ugly Sonic in the Chippendales movie is awesome. Uh, Ugly Sonic is awesome, and that, that's, that's, you need to watch that. I'm sure Justin and Bonner would say that's just normal Sonic is Ugly Sonic. <laughs> Actually, I think you might join in on that, too. Sonic is very... I'm going to use it again. Mid. Sonic mid. is mid. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> come join the Discord and say why Sonic is good or not. Or just come uh, watch everyone bash on me for liking Sonic. Yeah, just come to the Discord. We have good, we have really good conversations there. I gifted I gifted Sonic Frontiers to Justin. That's what he was telling me. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think it is a, a legit, in an unironic fashion, good game. Um, from what I, I played, I really I wanted to try it. it. I played very little of it. Here's the thing: I gifted Ease Eight to Justin like three years ago, and I gifted uh, what was it? Uh, Odin Sphere, uh, Lithrazir to Justin uh, when he lived in Martinsburg, and you know how long ago that was. Oh yeah, and he still hasn't played those games. I believe I was gifted Witcher Three, and I haven't played that. Yeah. So I don't have room to talk on that. I've also been gifted uh, recently. uh, Oh, oh, Death Store and uh, Messenger. Oh, Death Door. Those are those. Those two are at least installed. I will get around to them. I promise. Listen, you said Death Door, and I got so happy. But then you said, then then I realized you said the Messenger, and I was like, oh, that is no question one of my favorite indie games ever. I love the Messenger. I I can always keep one name in my mind, but not the other because of ninjas. Uh, either Messenger or Katana Zero. Katana Zero is also a good time. Katana Zero. I is really awesome. enjoyed that game. Yes. DLC coming eventually. Eventually, and the, it could be the next Silk Song. Nice little. That that is not a troll. That could. I mean, it's possible. I'm sorry to break your heart. So first of all, the Messenger got free DLC, like free story DLC. Cool. Which was really cool. I still like. I love that game. Second of all. I was like convinced. If anybody who's in the Discord and follows Discord knows, I was a thousand percent convinced that not only were we going to see Silk Song in that Nintendo Direct, but it was going to shadow drop. Maybe the summer shadow drop. Maybe. What, what did Xbox say? Next 12 months? It's, and Silk Song was there. Yeah, it's, so it, it's still got until June 20-something. Do it. According to the Xbox, but I was convinced 100% that, that the game was going to shadow drop the other day, and it didn't, and I just made a clown of myself. Yeah, let, let's let's finally have the end of the clown uh, Hollow Knight meme sitting I, on the bench. Yeah, I, I killed it. I, I, I overkilled it. Uh, anyways, uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 boot camp. Reboot camp, sorry. It's finally coming. Finally. Yeah, that only took a, an extra year because of... Uh, well, there were there were additional delays before that, too. Right. Stupid Russia. Yeah. Gotta be... You know, this is not a political podcast. I'm not going to get into it. But no, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> best not. Best not to. Yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to insult Russia <sighs> on this podcast. Unfortunately, there are things that happen in life. Yeah, and uh, because of that, people have to make decisions. Exactly. And sometimes they're not easy decisions. And unfortunately for me, this comes out of a pretty bad time. Just, it's just so surrounded by so many big releases. I feel like Nintendo's sending it out to die, because it's like what three weeks before Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe it's something to try to reach quarterly numbers. Who knows? That could be. But you also have, uh, oh, geez, what? Resident Evil 4 coming up. You got uh, Kirby, of course. You got uh, Jedi Souls 2. Baby, Which just baby got delayed Souls. to like a week after where... Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, oh, I thought it was like April. It's April. Yeah, I think it's yeah, the end yeah, of yeah. April. That's a, that's a rough time. 
It is. It and is. then, and then, of course, you have this big looming date in May to right. try to wrap up as many things as you <laughs> have on your plate currently. Oh, is Good that luck. What, is um is that when they are finally releasing Arms Two? Stop it. <laughs> You know, I saw a fake leak uh, direct, and it was all farms related. And the one for arms was F, and then capital letters for arms. For arms. <laughs> Coming soon to Nintendo Switch. Um, Octopath Traveler 2, February 24th. I'm very excited for this game. 2D, Happy for you. <laughs> 2D HD RPG goodness. Hopefully, it's going to be better than the first one. Uh, I've heard... Good things. Justin's been gushing and gushing over it. I'm actually not going to play it on the Switch. I want to play it on the PlayStation, but I do have a copy of the uh, Switch version ordered. I'm just going to keep it sealed. Why? Why? Why uh, not playing it on Switch? Uh, game share. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So might as well just leave my Switch copy sealed and play it on the PlayStation. Makes sense to me. Um, hope. Yeah. Hopefully it's as good as the first. Hopefully it's better than the first. There are things about the first one I didn't like. Um, got a little grindy at times. Uh, this, the story wasn't really connected between each character. It's like each character had their own thing going on. There was not a grand overarching story, which in an RPG, that's a big turnoff. But um, apparently they've done a lot to remedy a lot of what people complained about with the first one, including the story issues. So we'll see what happens with this. I'm definitely uh, excited to check it out. Uh, I think we're probably both excited about We Love Katamari Reroll yeah. coming on June 2nd. Let's go. Let's um, do this. It's not going to be a day one for me. I'll grab it on sale, but I, I like the Katamari games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up uh, Beautiful Katamari on 360 because mm -hmm. that is just never going to go on sale. Right. And I think I picked up a, a few bits of DLC as well that um, actually do something other than just a skin. Right, yeah. Because I mean, I've got the other Katamari game on Switch, and I remember playing the original Katamari on PlayStation 2. Does it compare favorably at all? Yes. I, I think uh, I think the the remat the yeah, the I think I saw this Switch the, release is very good. I think I saw that this is uh running in Unity. Um Which I, there's nothing wrong with Unity. Right. If you know what you're doing, of course. Uh just just an interesting tidbit uh, considering that that's definitely not what the original game was running yeah, in. Yeah, it's it's a really fun, like quirky game. You know, it's not for everybody, but it can be for everybody. I did just replay uh Oh no, which one is it? Me and my Katamari on the PSP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made a PSP Katamari game. I remember and that. And existed. it's amazing that that actually works. What was the one they remastered on the Switch? Because for some reason, I thought it was We We Love Katamari, but apparently it's not. What now? Was it, was the first one the one they read on the Switch? Yes. Yes. Okay. I want. Yeah. So so hopefully, if they just keep remaking them, then we get uh, the entire. And we get the Katamari. PSP, and we get the PS3, and we get the Vita, and the threes. They're all scattered across all different platforms. Right. Like you can't. It's, there's not one stop shop. Though, right? It's not fun if you are a Katamari fan and you want to play more after playing one game. I wouldn't call myself like a Katamari fan, but I really like what I've played of every Katamari I've played. I've always had fun. It's just, like I said, it's a fun, quirky game. It, it's like, it, it's not for everybody, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of for everyone. It also lacks a little bit of variety in a way. Like, you, if you play one, you kind of play them all. Exactly. The Vita one is the only one that's kind of unique because you can use the uh, touchscreen or trackpad on the back to I think I stretch. remember that. I remember not liking the tra the trackpad features. No. That's I, a shame. I, I feel like. But it was, it was, maybe it was at least different. Um... Next up, we finally get a release date for Sea of Stars. Who? Um, actually, I'm sorry, and I also forgot. We love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie, June 2nd. Uh, sea of Stars. This was a Kickstarter game. It's like a passionate love letter to, it looks like very Chrono Trigger-esque. 
Um, the cool thing about this game that makes me I mean, first of all, it looks like an amazing RPG, and the demo it's a demo, and the demo was fucking phenomenal. Like I cannot wait for this game. But like even past just the game itself, it is set in the Messenger's universe. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a it's in the, I, I guess you could say it's in the Messenger series, which I guess would only be a duology because there's only one Messenger game. But I'm really excited, not only because I, I love the demo and really enjoy myself with that. Of course, the genre is right up my alley because Carter Trigger is one of my all-time favorites. But I really w- can't wait to see how it's going to tie in. Like, there's definitely going to be a messenger replay between now and uh, when that game comes out, uh, which is going to be launching, by the way, on August 29th. Uh, be sure, if you're an RPG fan, like, play that demo. It's so good. Art's great. Music, the music's just amazing. Fun battle system. If you don't like RPGs, this is not part of going to change your mind either. This is the part of the podcast where I just stare blankly at Russ. Yeah, because Russ is like, oh, look at all these RPGs coming up. Maybe maybe I'll start with the Super Mario RPG to try to get back into a proper RPG genre. Why isn't that on the freaking Super Nintendo Online app? Square. Squeenix. <sighs> Needs to be there. Easy easy answer every time. Very true. Why why is something not on there? Square Enix. Some other company. Yep. Probably Squeenix. Um, Omega Strike is coming out on April 27th. And again, I don't remember anything about this. I mean, I, I, you could tell you could just tell me that you're making up things at this point, but yep. we are looking at a shared list of the same. True. Uh, that's coming on April 27th. Like I said, uh, I don't remember anything about that game though. Sorry. Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. So these are like first person dungeon crawlers. Um, I have played a couple of the Etrian Odyssey games. I'll admit they are not for me. I'm not a fan. Uh, but it is a really popular, like, uh, it, it's got a lot of fans. I don't want to say it's extra, extremely popular series, but, like, it's it's pretty popular among, like, RPG fans. Um, so I know there's a lot of people looking forward to that. You can get that on June 1st. I think there's three games included in that. Um, and there are more games than that, so I'm sure they're going to do more of that moving forward. Uh, hey, Russ, guess what comes out like the same day as Octopath Traveler 2 next week on February 24th? You mean what comes out the same day as Kirby? Well, I'm talking about Kirby, so. Poyo. Yeah. Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Yeah. February 24th. This is a port, or I guess remaster, of the uh, Nintendo Wii Classic. I love that they're doing a port of this, considering that its history as a uh, troubled development GameCube game because this is the follow up after Kirby 64, right? And it's taking it, it took quite a while from the N64 all the way to the Wii for the game to finally release. Nightmare and Dreamland on the Game Boy Advance was that a sequel to this, or is that, that the first oh, game? This is no. a sequel to that. We're, we're going to talk about timelines now. I can't keep all these okay, dates in my head. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. I'll, I'll be the first to admit, like I wasn't the biggest fan of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Like it was fine, but really. I, I really like by the time it was over, I was like, oh, I'm glad it's over. That's a shame. Yeah. Because like, there was a whole post game to that, too. Is he, the, the post game, that's what turned me off when you had to revisit the stages and collect all the. Uh, well, just just be just get good at the game and collect these things the first time. And then and then you unlock all the new levels to to do everything else. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about that. Like when you go and get the. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about the the, like the, to get to the true the quote, unquote, the quote unquote new levels that are just kind of remixes of existing. Yes. No, no. I I thought those were different enough. Yeah. When I got to it, it's like you know I thought the game was over, and I was like, yeah, more. And I, I mean, at that point, like 
I'd put enough time in the game. I'm, I'm gonna finish it, obviously. I was I was done with it by the end. Um, but maybe, maybe you just burned out. Maybe you just need to take a break and get I, back. I, to and it. I think that's what it was. Um, I am. I don't want to use the word excited for Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, but I'm looking forward to picking it up eventually. So. Oh, there, there's all sorts of wish lists that people have of things that they want ported or, or remake, remade or remastered from older generations. And, you know, you don't always get what you want, but uh, you might be surprised what you end up getting. And really, th this wasn't on the top of my list at all, but I'm happy this is happening because I have good memories of playing this back on the way. I may pick it up before we go to Disney just because, you know, I can play it on the car because we always drive and it's a long drive and... Maybe maybe what you need to do is play The Last of Us and play something incredibly dreary and then switch over to Kirby. Just that complete 180 shift in tone. I really do want to play The Last of Us. Because sometimes there are so many dreary things to play and then there's Kirby. Right. And it's just so great to have that break. I have been wanting to play that Last of Us Part 1 remake. Like, I've been really... And I think it's because the show has been so good that I'm just like craving to, to I feel like this is a subtle uh, uh, guilt tripping of the fact that I have not started the show and I'm only part of the way through part one. I don't think I realized you hadn't started the show. Oh, so good. Oh, no spoilers for but, uh, uh, yeah. an old game. Um, but yeah, I, I may pick it up before we go to Disney. I doubt it. it just, it's going to depend on my, my money situation, I guess. But it it looks fun enough. I'm sure it's going to be a fun time. I like 2D Kirby. Like This seems more classic Kirby. Yes. Um, whereas Kirby had gotten very gimmicky over the years with games like Star Allies and Planet Robobot. Now, mind you, Planet Robobot was probably, in my opinion, one of the better Kirby games. Triple Deluxe and Planet Robobot are amazing. Yeah. So, Especially one of them, uh, I don't know if I want to go too much into spoilers, but uh, kind of like a Star Fox vibe at the end. Hmm. <laughs> it was really surprising. Or did, or did I get like the good ending or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't because you seem confused. Did you not finish it? I didn't finish Robobot. No. Oh, okay. There's a surprise for waiting for you at the end. <laughs> okay, interesting. I'll check that out eventually someday. Well, that is my list. Um, this, this, welcome back to the podcast where we just say, "Well, I'll play that one day." Yeah, that's basically been this episode. At least we say it on topic somewhat more than last time you and I did an episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe because we actually have a proper list. Well, and it hasn't become as morbid either. So. No. No. Because we haven't talked about dead Yoshi's yet. We can talk about dead Kirby's. Kirby doesn't die. Kirby never Kirby's dies. the strongest Kirby's, being in the universe. Kirby's just, in a just as Sakurai. God. It's canon. <laughs> True. Um, next, we got the big announcement that I, well, there's, I mean, pretty much from here on out, it's all mostly big announcements. Coming to Nintendo Switch Online, right now. Game Boy games. Yes. And well, it's available now. So the launch lineup on the Game Boy app on NSO, uh, I don't have it in front of me, so you may have to, I'm going to try to go off by memory. We have uh, Tetris, which is a great Tetris, by the way. It was a pack-in Tetris for the Game Boy. Uh, Super Mario Land 2. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. Wario Land 3. Alone in the Dark. Gargoyles Quest 2. And was there one more or was that it? Uh, man. All right, okay. Going back through order, through through through, through a in order. Uh, Link's Awakening DX. Okay. Tetris, Mario Land 2, Gargoyles Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3. I missed that one. Alone in the Dark, Metroid 2. Missed that one. Wario Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land, and then Yakuman, which is only on the Japan okay. version of the app. Gotcha. Well, that was a 
And at that point, we're all like, well, at least we saw something Metroid related today. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> at that point. And then they said, if you have the expansion pack, you also get out now Game Boy Advance games, which we are, which on that one, the lineup was uh, Super Mario Advance, I think it was Super Mario Advance 2. Four. Super Mar- four, Super Mario Bros. 3, yes. The numbering is terrible. Yeah, it really is. But... So Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, which has all the e-reader levels, which is awesome, by the way. Uh, Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, uh, Kuru Kuru Kururin, which is a surprisingly fun game. Uh, I, I have played a little bit of that. Uh, and there were two others. Go ahead and so fill in for me. WarioWare Inc. WarioWare Inc. Games. Original, yep. Yeah. Mario Kart Super Circuit, which I will not stand for the slander that has been on the Discord. It's the worst Mario Kart game. I no, no. Super Mario Kart is. It is aged so terribly. Mode seven. Between, here's what I'm going to do between now and the next episode. I'm going to play both of those games, and then do I it. will give my updated opinion on the next episode. Actually, you know what? Add Mario Kart 64 to that. You don't have to play every single cup, every single. Uh, I'm going to play like a ready search two of each one. Yeah. And then we'll see how, how I feel about it. Although I never suggested that Mario Kart 64 was worth Mario Kart game, so. No, no, you just had some other hot take on that. But we're not going to go into that. Uh, we also have Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to play that. You didn't? You, have you not played it before? I've played some of it. I've never beat it. Uh, I'm really excited to play it, though, like all the way through. I'm just going I'm, I'm to finish Fire Emblem first. So we also have some games coming soon. Yes. Uh, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. I've never beat I could finally, I could finally play those games. And I, hopefully I've never beat Oracle of Ages, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm somewhat looking forward to it. I thought Link's Awakening uh, DX was a slog, uh, personally. Which, um, before you light the uh, torches or raise the pitchforks, uh, I do like the remake for Link's Awakening. So, did you play more. all the way through DX on this app, or? Oh no no no! I, I played it. I, no, I played it uh, I did, sometime before. I think I on did the already be Super Mario Land two on the app. I've already gone through that. It's it, a good game. It is good, but it is not as good as I remember it being. But really? it was still good. Fair enough. Yeah. At least it's not Super Mario Land one. Right. Exactly. And at least Super Mario Land one is not. But you the, know it's coming. Uh, it's not on the list. I was I was surprised to see Pokemon Trading Card Game on yep. the list, and you know, secretly hoping that the uh, Japan only sequel is uh, translated. Agreed. It wouldn't be the first time that they do that. Right. Uh, always great to see uh, Japan-only games getting uh, a official translation, official release uh, through Nintendo. I agree. Uh, maybe Mother 3 at some point. That's <laughs> that's actually uh, on my wish list there. All yeah. the Game Boy Advance have. They Were there any other regular Game Boy or Game Boy Kirk, Color games? Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Okay. Um, is that going to just use the gyroscope? I would assume. Hmm. Uh Oh no, there's a name on here. I'm not even going to. There's a Japan only game that is coming, and I'm not going to even try to butcher the name on that. Gotcha. Uh, my biggest wish list item on that Game Boy app Donkey Kong 94. The only Donkey Kong game you need. I totally agree. Not, not including country. I'm talking about like Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, like old school style Donkey Kong 94. There are so many versions and variations of the original Donkey Kong game. And then you have the one that is not that great in. Uh, Donkey Kong 64. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Donkey Kong 94, the definitive. Yeah, because you Donk get like Kong the whole original game and then it just runs with so many extra stages and so many types. So good. I'm so excited for that to get released eventually. It, ha- it has to. Oh, yeah. I, for I sure. couldn't imagine them not doing that. Yeah, there's no way they're not going to. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a Pokemon reappear. You know, I'm questioning whether or not they're actually going to do it. Okay. So let me let me uh, throw something on you here. There was a video uploaded some time ago for the N64 mm-hmm. where they had Pokemon Stadium. And there was a little footer 
that said that a uh, transfer pack is not going to be supported, basically. Transfer pack features. Hmm. Guess what video they updated recently, and guess what they removed? The transfer pack features? Well, hey, you know what? That could... They were at least testing that feature in the app from what people can find. Interesting. That could be a... That will be huge. So there is there is a chance. That will be massive. There is a chance. Yeah, that, that would be happen. very cool. Po Pokemon Direct? Could happen. You're right. You never know. Pokemon Stadium 2, red, blue, uh, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. Interesting. Or we could even get Game Boy Advance games. I'm definitely interested to see where that's going to go. Uh, so on the Game Boy Advance, what uh, what's coming soon? Metroid Fusion, and I really hope Zero Emissions coming. Me too. I've got both. Those are both great games. Because... Just having one and not the other is just frustrating. Yeah, Michael Honest, actually, honestly, uh, gave Metroid Fusion a seal of quality discussion a while back on uh, on an episode that he and I did. So, listeners, please be sure to go back to the Metroid episode. Uh oh, I think I might have forgotten to listen to that one. Yeah, shoot. Uh, honestly, this whole list is is full of things where it's like, man, I just I just wish they could just um, give a little more love to some of these games, like Mario Land Two. I wish it could get a remake. Yeah. And maybe a remake with Land 1 to make it a good game, finally. Yeah, they just really they just adjust the controls to be fine. Uh, Metroid 2, you have the better remake on the 3DS. Please yep. put that on the Switch. Yep. Like, for people that uh, started with Dread and fell in love, uh, guess what? There's a whole other game that is maybe not as polished, but still but pretty still good. still, like, very, very polished. Still great. Um. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga got a remake on 3DS yep. and uh, Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah, but we're games. never we're never going to get those on no. Switch. No, not not until you play the whole uh, series and Correct. then you'll get a port. Um, that's because that's how that goes. For you, yes. What else was all the coming soon? Kirby the and the Amazing Mirror. Okay. Uh, Fire Emblem. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if that's the original. I don't no, think so. No, it was uh, so. I think that was like the fifth or sixth Fire Emblem game. I want to say because we got to be confusing with our. For, it was the first one that released here in the United States. F Zero Maximum Velocity. I remember playing that like at launch. That was pretty fun. Uh, Golden Sun. I know there's a lot of fans <laughs> yes. of that. I never finished that. I would love to go back and was, play. Was the sequel on DS? The sequel. The first sequel was in the Game Boy Advance. Uh, then there was a DS game that the fans were not a, a fond of. But there was a third game of the DS, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we could always hope for more more Golden Sun right. after that. Uh, Fire Emblem, The Binding Blade, which is only in Japan. Yeah, that never got a U.S. release. And it's still out. <laughs> right. Um, my biggest wish list item for the Game Boy Advance, which I, I have several games that I want to see come to that app. You know, like, give us... Please, Nintendo. Please. Mother 3. Get a translation. Make it happen. Put it on that app. Fans will will never stop loving you if you do that. Reggie's going to come back just to make that announcement. He just should. Just for you. I think he's the only one who should make that announcement. Really? Um, it's been an ongoing joke. Oh, yeah, for years and for years. For years. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the Game Boy Advance version of Link to the Past pop up on there. Yeah, it does have an exclusive dungeon. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, also, you had the Four Swords aspect. You can play it online. That would, that, would be, that would yeah. be pretty cool. Would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know, there's just so many great games on the Game Boy Advance that I would just love to see pop up on there. Two random ones, of course, that I'm going to have to say. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and 3. Um, you know, you might want the, the PlayStation version or you might say, well, why play that when 1 plus 2 is on there? Um, these are, you know, different takes on, on the games. They're in isometric right. style. Uh, there are some differences. Some levels are gone. Some are added that are unique. 
just really different vibe and and uh, pretty dang fun. Two was a launch title, I believe. Um, I'd like to see. Well, I, I there was probably a time when I would say I'll put like the Final Fantasy four, five, and six, the, the GBA ports on there, but we're we're literally about to get those on. Um, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remastered is coming soon. But like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, um, like you had mentioned, Metroid Zero Mission would be fantastic. We know Fusion's coming. I'm sure Zero Mission's going to happen. Um, also, that Fire Emblem Blazing Blade you mentioned, that is the Fire Emblem. Just, 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 that was the one that was called just Fire Emblem. In the oh, States. Okay, I stand okay. corrected. Um, the Pokemon games, let's let's bring them on here. Mario versus Donkey Kong would be really cool. Yes, yes. Um, this, I, I only played the first half of that game because the first half is more like Donkey Kong 94, and then the second half is kind of where the series kind of spun off into, which is more of managing the little the uh, little toys. Yeah. Not 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 for me. Sorry. So yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. There's uh, definitely lots of great options they can go with that I hope we'll eventually see on this uh on this app. And if we forgot something uh, that you're screaming uh, at your phone or, or what, computer or what have you, tell us in the Discord. Tell us in the Discord. Links in the description of the episode. Something incredibly obvious that we're forgetting. Yeah. Links in the description. Like Mario Pinball. Mario Pinball. Or, um, you know, Pokemon Pinball. Pokemon Pinball. There we go. Pinball, Pinball. All the Pinball. Yeah. Um, we've been hitting around this and joking about it the entire episode. Metroid Prime Remastered, now available Shadow Drop. You're welcome. This yeah. is all because I finally played. Like the you first had game. just beat that like a week before this was shadow dropped. And then I beat two. Oh man. I we'd have to go back through the Discord timestamps, <laughs> but I was like, oh here, I'm starting two. And and then late like one AM or something, I'm like, here, here's the end of two. Here's my uh, finish screen. Um so now I'm playing three and remaster at the same time. This is a gorgeous remaster. So good. It is, it's very, very good. <laughs> the new control scheme. That's with twin sticks, absolutely fantastic. See, it's tripping me up a little bit because I was playing it on the Steam Deck, and uh, there is a special version of Dolphin that basically makes the Prime Trilogy release on the Wii uh, control like a modern shooter, mm -hmm. except uh, the right bumper for missiles is instead on Y. Can you not remap that? I could remap it, but I, I, I do kind of want to stick with what they... Funny enough, for the, for the remaster, I want to stick with what they intended, right. unlike the Wii version where I am... Uh, Butchering the original uh, vision of of that release. I, I, this is honestly like probably the first time. This is, I would say, first of all, this is a, might be the biggest shadow drop in gaming history. We're not going to talk about Sega Saturn. Uh, <laughs> there are so many books about that. Oh my. Um, I can't think of any time that you and Michael and Justin and I probably all immediately bought a game like that. There, there was no doubt. No, it's like we all just immediately bought that on the street. Like I know Michael and I, especially, we were refreshing our our eShop browsers. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Did Did you see the meme of uh? Have you seen Zoolander by chance? Yeah, I've seen the meme of Zoolander. Yes. So yeah, Ben Stiller just you know chilling there as Hi Fi Rush, Shadow dropped, and then Owen Wilson shows up. Metro Prime remastered. <laughs> um, speaking of remasters coming this summer, we have Baton Kaitos One and Two HD remaster. Uh, those were card RPGs in the GameCube. Again, they have a pretty big following. Uh, baffling to me, they are not including the English dub as part of these releases. Really? Yes. They're only releasing the Japanese audio. I wonder if they're trying to save cartridge space. That's my guess. They're going to put both games on the cartridge. And therefore, they're omitting the English dub. Although I understand the English dub's not that good anyways. But, you know, it's kind of disappointing they, release, uh, they remove a key feature like that. 
Yeah. But hey, it's fine. Also, I believe those were actually, uh, it was actually Bot and Kaitos and then Bot and Kaitos Origins, which is a prequel, not an actual sequel. They're just for some reason calling one and two. Um, Fantasy Life, The Girl Who Steals Time. There's a sequel to Fantasy Life on the 3DS. Okay. It's a life sim with RPG classes, I guess. As I've said before, you could just be making up things and I would not right. know. Right. Um, that's coming later this year. Also coming later this year, something I'm not making up, is that other level five game we were heading out a little bit ago, and that is Professor Layton in the new World of Steam. He got robbed from Smash. Just saying. I don't disagree. It is. It's it's great to see him back. I agree. Like I, I've only played... Uh, I haven't played many of the Professor Layton games. Like I think I might have played five minutes of uh, Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of Professor Layton. She, you do have right. elements of both. Series and I, I in there. played I played some of the original and I liked it. I so. think Justin started the original at some point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean the puzzles in, the, in that game are just brilliant. I don't think you need to play the rest of the series to catch up on this. I didn't figure. I mean, there's puzzles because the first trilogy uh, just keeps going more and more crazy. With each injury and what the twist right. is. And then the uh, second trilogy, which I think is split between the DS and 3DS, is a prequel trilogy. Um, this looks like it might be afterwards. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, I love a good puzzle, and there were always challenging puzzles. So, yeah, you know, Roger, that reminds me of a puzzle. Which one? No, no, that's... <laughs> oh, that's so, the joke. So, that's the joke. Uh all the time in the game, you'll just have somebody be like, oh, you know, there's this puzzle here. Oh, well, we really need to get going. No, you got to solve this puzzle right now. Right. You'll just be stopped mid-sentence and you've got to solve the puzzle. Because that's that's how this game world works. You want to defeat me? You want to defeat me? you got to solve this puzzle. That's very it's like, true. It's like in Pokemon. You want to take down this criminal organization? you gotta you got to beat the, beat up... Uh, beat up other animals. Beat up other animals. <laughs> as, a, as a kid, as a teen. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Wave 4 DLC. Two announcements on this. We only saw one track, but it was Yoshi's Island. It's a brand I, new track. I was surprised that they're actually doing original and tracks here. And this new track looks great. The music. I love that music. So cool. And they announced a returning character, Birdo. We're getting Birdo as a character. This gives me hope for Diddy Kong. Yeah, because they did say that they are also, they uh, said after the fact that there will be other new racers coming in future waves of the uh, expansion pass. So there are more characters coming to Mario Kart 8. Very cool. I think it was clever for them to do this now because you just kind of get into this rhythm was, of... Was Diddy Kong in a Mario Kart game previously? I believe back in DS. Okay. Maybe. So maybe we'll see him again. Or set, or no, not 7. It was it was a while back that we had Diddy Kong, but I think this was a clever move on their part because you kind of got into this rhythm of like, all right, what tracks from tour are we going to get and what remade tracks... Uh, from tour of older games are we going to be getting yes and we're not going to get new characters so these two surprises off the bat um maybe you know hoping that this is hinting towards and i you know i don't know anything obviously i don't i don't i'm not going to pretend i'm an insider or anything right. but you know hoping that this is an indication towards uh the the final uh three waves i'm willing to bet content. we get a splatoon track because we have the splatoon characters but they don't have a track that'd be cool yeah i have a feeling we're gonna get that uh sizzle reel nothing really too exciting in the sizzle reel um, and then we got the big one. We got the uh, new trailer for the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. And oh, we're just gonna skip right over the 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 goatee right now. Ninety nine cents the, on the eShop. The WBSC eBaseball Power Press. 
Yeah. I said sizzle reel. It wasn't the sizzle reel. Well, you 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 just went from uh, Mario Kart 8 over to... Well, I said sizzle reel. It was in the sizzle reel. <laughs> it was, it was, it was kind of funny that it is 99 cents. It is kind of funny it's 99 cents. You know why it's 99 cents? Because nobody gives a fuck about baseball. I like the Orioles. I don't give a fuck. You know what? I, you, know, to be, you know, to be fair, though, there's a low-hanging fruit there called hockey that I could bring up right now. Exactly. I, I so. was actually just getting ready to say, I'm a massive <laughs> hockey fan, and nobody gives a fuck about hockey either. It's fine. I get it. I understand. My favorite thing about hockey is uh, listening to concerts in the stadiums. <laughs> Ouch. I went to see Journey uh, in Nashville. Smashville? Because, you know, the side of the stadiums is walking to Smashville. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where the Predators play. That's, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Legends of Tears of the Kingdom. Still coming on May 12th. No delay. This game looks so fucking good. Like, I don't even want to see another trailer after this. Just release the game. Just release the game. Oddly, the trailer didn't do much for me. But maybe because I'm already just ready to play this. It's a farm sim now. Because look at a tractor. Okay, if we're going to go into to trolling, then I have to bring up Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> because the, the fact that you can make your own vehicles, or at least it seems like you can make your own vehicles. Ugh. Yes, I know. We don't like it here. Cringe. We pretend that nuts and bolts doesn't exist. But the sad fact is, it does. Just and like Metroid game, of the Rim, and just like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull, it sadly exists. Oh, man. Just... <laughs> but I hope in traditional Nintendo fashion, they copy something from somewhere else and make it good. Uh, I, 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 you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe the vehicle portion's not great, but I have confidence that you could, uh, have a lot of fun with this it's game. It's very otherwise. odd. It's very odd to see it in a Zelda game. Well, I mean, keep in mind there was DLC in the last game where you had a motorcycle. Oh, that's true. That, <laughs> that was, that was so ridiculous and yet so fun. Well, you're right. You're right. But game itself, I'm, I'm very excited for. I think we all are. There's no question all of us are totally ready for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, there's a limited edition that's coming out. And I did not get the pre-order for that. I did not either. I was holding out for Amazon, but I'm not super worried about it because it's not that great of a limited edition. You know, if you get it from GameStop, you get wood. You, yes, you do. That's It includes a standard edition. If you pre-order GameStop, you get wood. I don't know if it's good wood, <laughs> but you get wood. <laughs> you said wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my bad impression there again. That's fine. <laughs> But it dawned on me while we were talking about uh, 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 cartridge sizes. Maybe the reason for the price increase is because this title is what eighteen, nineteen gigs. Yes, they have to they have to shell out for the uh, more expensive cartridges. Yep, it's a small price to pay to have a, a physical yeah, release. It's, it's the largest first party in no game. So I mean that that could be part of the reason why it's seventy. That would make sense. It would make sense. I mean they haven't they haven't said anything officially, but. Yeah, that's a possibility. And, you know, thankfully, like I said, no, no delay. This is this is coming May twelfth. We 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 did have a bit of a discussion about pricing, and you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about now is the time for seventy dollars games, I do think it is also the time to start being a little more flexible with pricing. Not everything has to be fifty nine ninety nine right. U.S. dollars. Not everything has to be sixty nine ninety nine U.S. dollars. Yeah, price the game at what it's worth. Like you look back at uh, some of those old Toys R Us uh, ads where you had fifty. 70 80 dollar games right and people make the point of oh well games are more affordable now than ever yeah but at the same time you had a wide range of prices exactly part of that was because of disc versus cartridge costs but let's 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 bring that back a little bit more right and you know a high tier release 
that is not not as expensive because putting putting a lower price on something should not necessarily mean that it is a lower quality release correct now maybe uh, i'm kind of defeating my own argument because you know we just had metroid primary mastered release but it's already not but yeah but but you know then it's a little could more have often. that for 60 dollars. they did easily each uh, game for 60. you know i think the perfect example of this is if you remember back on the playstation 4 we had uh, the order 1886 which they put out full price 999 I personally liked the game. I paid full price for it. I enjoyed it. But that game was like five hours long. That game should have been $29.99 tops. Uh, Untitled Goose Game comes to mind. I, I had no no issue play, uh, paying full price for it on Switch. Right. And that game is not long at all. No, it isn't. It's, it's a blast. Uh, let's see here. So uh, be sure to check out other 13 Palm Tree shows. We have lots of great shows in the 13 Palm Trees network. Shows like Wasted Local. We just rise up with local fantasy football a few weeks ago. It was a great time. Uh, Final Girl podcast, post game content, um, D&D kind of making a return to video game mythos. Those are all great shows that in addition to ours that you can find on the network. Uh, we do have a Patreon that is patreon.com slash 13 palm trees. Um, you can go at that in that uh, Patreon that supports all of the 13 palm tree shows. So it goes toward us it goes toward post game content it goes toward everything you mean it doesn't go towards your steam deck fund it doesn't go toward my steam deck fund and i could also uh, confirm that daniel does not use that money to purchase anal beads oh i didn't expect that to be uh the joke this week no it was oh it is valentine's day after all (sighs) okay i've made a very uncomfortable in this room (laughs) russ is now uncomfortable yeah uh i mean it's bound to happen right it's okay it's fine that's this is fine. fine. Tell us where we can find you on the internet, Russ. Mostly in Discord, to be honest. He's in the Discord. I do which... I do post on Twitter every so often. Russbus64. He's in the Discord. He's very active there. You can find the link to that Discord in the description of the episode. So I encourage everybody to join in. We have a great time there. We do throw bait at each other a lot, and bad takes are slung just for fun, mostly. Um, sometimes they may be our opinions, but most of the time they're just slung out there just to piss each other off. Uh, much like the, uh, the comparison I made last week with Breath in the Wild and um, Link's crossbow training. It was just there to be a troll. Um, but yeah, join us in Discord. Um, and uh, be sure to listen to our other shows. Hop on iTunes, leave us a review. We like hearing reviews. And I also want to point out, we do have a Discord. Uh, in our Discord channel, there is a sub-channel there for... Uh, requesting games that you want to see get a uh, Super Nintendo Bros. seal of quality, which, by the way, I'm giving that that direct gold is one of the best directs we've had in years. I agree. It doesn't go on. It doesn't go with the. Uh, it's not an official seal of quality, but you know. Granted, I did skip over uh, quite a bit, and uh, people listening to the episode might tell that uh, I was a little quiet for some segments. Yeah, it's fine, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's okay. The the highs were just so so high, and Metroid Prime Remastered Shadow Drop just that was really everything. really that just was elevates everything. it. Absolutely. I mean, just there were great, great moments. It's just, and it's second half of the of the you know of the direct was it was hit after hit. Perfect. I guess I do have to bring up. I do have a uh, uh, secluded little corner of the Discord talking about mods, uh, emulation, and things like that. Justin has it on mute. Yes, much like he did this podcast multiple times. But that's okay. I put Final Fantasy on mute on his dis- on his Discord. <laughs> All right. So uh, that about wraps everything up for us. So until next time, happy gaming. Thank you.
Yeah, my dad's here. 